and you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. Good morning. It is 2.01 in the morning, New York Standard Time, October 22nd, 2023, and it is officially Sabbath Day. Happy Sunday to you. And, um, you know, these days, you've got to check your calendar, y'all. You have to, you you know, I... I stopped talking about that thing for a moment, but yeah, okay. So, uh, it, it, it is quote-unquote October 22nd, 2023, on Sabbath. Happy Sabbath, and um, listen, I hope your week last week was cool. I hope it was cool. Um... I I actually you know what I I do apologize I from time to time I get sidetracked and I forget that there are other parts of the world that are going through tribulation and going through trials and going through hardship so if you would please a uh, excuse, uh, excuse me. I do apologize. I, I don't mean to be insensitive. Sometimes my personality kicks in, and I don't mean to be insensitive. But um, you need to know that. Uh, listen, it, it, what I'm about to talk about is very relevant. But you need to know that um, when your ways please God. He said that he makes even your enemies be at peace with you. And that is Bible. So be encouraged in that way, knowing that even in this season, that seasons do change. Nothing stays the same. That's classic, but true. Nothing stays the same. And, um, through the course of life, seasons do change. Now that does, that is applicable to both good and bad seasons in life. But there is hope. And you know what I say, as long as you're still breathing, at least for the Christian. Hold on one moment. 
I need to put on some chapstick. Hold on. Okay. It, you know, it, it, I could pause it. <laughs> Actually, I just paused it. And then I, after I paused it, I realized my lips needed chapstick. So, okay. Um... So this podcast is 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 definitely relative and relatable and uh, relevant. All of the all of the above R's. Uh, it's it's very relevant and it's relative to these times and uh, it is re- it is very relatable. Um, because you will be able to relate to that which I'm going to expound on this morning. I'm listen. I did not. My voice is cracking. That is God telling me I need to calm down. My voice cracked. I tend to get very excited. Plus, it's two in the morning, and the whole apartment complex <laughs> is sleep. <laughs> I forget. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me check my balances here. Okay. So, because it is a uh, Sabbath, and and it, and because it is a holy day and it's most appropriate but I'm gonna be honest when I chose to do this podcast and I chose to to cover that which I'm going to cover this morning I kind of forgot it was Sunday (laughs) and then as I started talking I remember I realized it was Sabbath this morning so uh with that being said I'm going to uh, cut off my AC. I'm not sure if it's interfering with my sound. Just a moment. I have to pause it again. I'm sorry. Hold on. It is safe to uh, (laughs) assume I do not have central AC. (laughs) So I do not have central air conditioning. But it is still... A, a good I have a good AC and it's cool I think it's GE General Electric but listen uh so I you know what it this I I I I, I take scripture very seriously I take the word of God capital G very seriously So, before I begin, let me just say this, that God is love. But more importantly, God is the living word. Okay? He is the living word. So, uh, it it is important that I say that. If you don't know scripture, you don't know God. You just don't. There is no way you can say, I love you to someone 
and you don't know who they are. It's it's a no. So God is love, but he is also the living word. The living word. Um, I am a minister. I've been called. Not just, well, let me just say that I've been called. I've not only been called, I've been chosen. Now I could park it there and teach on that, but I won't. But I've been chosen. I am a mouthpiece and I speak for God, capital G. Okay. Now, I will not go into and reiterate what I've disclosed in regards to in relation to my relationship with Jesus Christ uh, as I have on my most recent podcast. I would like you to visit... Um, the podcasting platform of your choice. I'm on mostly all of them. <laughs> and uh, I'd like you to uh, take a listen, binge listen. They're really good podcasts and they're, they're really good listens. Now there is an article. Oh, by the way, I've been teaching religion for a very long time. Now I, I didn't go to theology school. It's a no. It's enough. <laughs> and they don't know what they're talking about. Okay. You understand? It's enough. That's why I, I teach my own classes because there is so much telephone that has been played. The game telephone, where you say one thing, you, by the time it gets to the 1920, 21st century, it's all over the place. <laughs> it's nothing like the original message. So, it's a no for theology school. I've been teaching religion for a very long time. Since around the age of 18. I am now 49 years of age. With that being said, I do not look to man to validate who I am. That would be stupid, especially when I know that I've been chosen, especially when it has been confirmed by heaven as his daughter, as I receive information, insight, revelation, and am enlightened, not like anybody else, because I've been chosen. So if you put me next to somebody who, who's got 30 years under their belt or has been a professor or, or the theologian, uh, you know, what can I tell you? Man taught you. Who can say he is or she is correct? But God taught me, who knows all things. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> the Bible said you are not to lean unto your own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. The problem with theology school is all about their own understanding. Well, it's a, that's a problem. That's a problem. I don't want your understanding. I want to know what God told you to tell the class today. What he tell you? You didn't hear from him. You don't know. You didn't have to shake this morning some eggs. You didn't hear from God. No. Can't teach me. Listen, I, I passed myself. Thank you. I get an A. <laughs> I'll certify myself. <laughs>
<laughs> so it's an over theology school. But I can assure you that I am chosen. I know what I'm talking about. So I'm reading this article. It is by time. And it's on the internet, on my default news page. And the title of the article is The Bible's Most Misunderstood Verse. Now, you know I had to stop and read this. Now, I, I, I got to about halfway through the article. I said, no, let me turn on my... Listen, I got the podcast, this, because this is just a mess. The story is by N... T. Wright. N is in Nancy. T is in Tom. Space Wright. W-R-I-G-H-T. But this article, this is classic, but it's wrong. <laughs> so without further ado, I'm not going to, re I'm not going to debate what, I'm not going to debate and I'm not going to uh, go through what he or she said in the article okay not every point it's no it's a long article it's it's a, it's a lengthy article but this listen it's wrong time <laughs> hello I, I believe it's the, the time maggot listen this is wrong the story by nt Wright, the most misunderstood verse it, it's a no it actually it this particular verse is it's not the Bible's most misunderstood verse. It is one of the easiest verses in the entire Bible to translate and to understand. So, so let me just get right to it. The verse that this writer is uh, talking about because he didn't. Look, it is It's a no for expounding. It, it's this is definitely. Uh, biblical misinformation <laughs> so apparently he says or she says because I don't know if N.T. Wright is a woman or man let me google I don't know should I know you <laughs> who are you who are you ah you're Anglican bishop you're a bishop isn't that interesting you're a bishop Nicholas Thomas Wright, or Tom Wright, is an English New Testament scholar. <laughs> Pauline, Pauline theologian and anglican bishop. He was the bishop of Durham from 2003 to 2010. He then became research professor. Uh, oh, you being a research professor. So you, lo you learned from that. All your studies are telephone. Data from playing telephone. So he then became research professor of New Testament and early Christianity at St. Mary's something. I'm not going to go into the article. Now, it says here that you, that you have been awarded several honorary doctoral de degrees, including from Durham University. But you're wrong, okay? You're wrong. That's why much, the Bible says much studying um, makes you confused. 
It makes you confused. The Bible literally says that. I'm paraphrasing the scripture. Okay? Because the reason why the Bible says that is because when you study, okay, with zero insight from the Holy Spirit or from God, you get confused. Okay? Even if you believe what you are reading or studying to be true, you're confused. The Bible clearly says do not lean into your own understanding. You can't read something for uh, and, 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 and it, itself. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It is. Uh, you know, it's self-translated and God is not speaking to you. Okay, so it's a man. So I, I can stop saying he or she. Now, the scripture is Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And this particular scripture is located in the New Testament, located in the Holy Bible. Most of the New Testament was written by Paul, who was once Saul before his conversion into Christianity. And I've taught about Paul in my previous podcast. I'd like you to do your homework and know about Paul. He's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, and I is, not was, but is because he, he, still, he still breathes, he's, he's still living. For after his transition, he went into glory. So he is one of God's best uh, assistants that I've that has ever lived. And so, Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-eight reads: um, "This I'm going to read two uh, translations." That. New King James Version translation, and in, in case you didn't know, the King James Version of the Bible is the closest translation to the Holy Scriptures. The Holy Scriptures original transcripts were written in Greek and Hebrew. So when I memorize scriptures, I memorize them out of the King James Version or the New King James Version uh, translations. When I want understanding, I then referred to the NLT Bible or the NIV Bible. Those are the two that I do concur that are uh, reputable, credible, and and God has validated um, these translations to uh, be uh, very good to study from. So the verse reads, And we know that all things Work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Now, uh, that was the New King James Version. I'm going to now bring up the King James Version.
I, because I need, I don't know how many, it's Time Magazine, it's Time. I, I don't know how many people saw this article, so I need to, I need to, uh, I need to clear up this misinformation, this biblical misinformation from this man. Okay. And King James Version translation reads, And we know that all things work together for good. To them that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose. Now I'm going to break this scripture down. It's very important. This podcast might be an hour. So I, I ask that you uh, uh, be patient. I always I, I'm always good for it. So be patient. Okay, and I'm going to read one more translation, and then I'm going to park it here in this translation. It is the NLT translation, which is the New Living Translation. This is a beautiful, excuse me, a beautiful study Bible. It's a beautiful study Bible. It, 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 it takes scripture and it makes it applicable to everyday life. You want to learn how to live Day to day, um, walking in love and becoming closer to God and understanding His Word and um, and just getting into a special place with Him. The New Living Translation Bible is is a beautiful Bible. Now, this is a lengthy chapter. I I I so want to read it all, but I won't. It's it's a lot, so I'm going to read. Key scriptures that support my statement and expounding on Romans chapter 8 verse 28. Now, one of the points, one or two of the points that N.T. Wright, this bishop had uh, stated, is that one, it is one of the most misunderstood verses. It's, it's a no. It's one of the easiest verses in the entire Bible. It's very self-explanatory. It's very self-explanatory. You, you can't take the words of those who enjoy sounding intellectual and then make it confusing and 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 and, and you saying, but listen, that just don't make no sense. It's, it, it's clearly a self-explanatory uh, uh, form of scripture. It is not one of the mis, uh, the most misunderstood verses in the Bible. It is not. So, he, he, he states that it is, it is, from time to time, it is well known to be um, found the misleading translations wrong. Um, 
he says that uh, that um, it's been synonymous with every cloud has a silver lining. That's Bible, even though that's a cliche. Every cloud has a silver lining. It's Bible. That's Bible. It's Bible. The Bible clearly says that the righteous have many troubles, but God delivers them out of them all. So that directly implies even if there's bad times, that God will always work it out for your, for your good. That's just one scripture. I can go all over the place in the Bible. It directly denotes this scripture directly. No, I'm going to break it down, but it also directly notes you're wrong. It also directly denotes that there is a positive outcome for the Christian. There is a happy outcome for the Christian, quote unquote. You, you, it, it, it is guaranteed. It is guaranteed. It is, it's by, that's Bible. That is 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. I, here's another supportive scripture. It's Bible. Eyes have not seen, neither ears have heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for them that love him. It directly denotes that he or she who has a relationship with Jesus Christ can expect that all things, all things will work for their good together. For their good, which means God is coordinating and God is um, orchestrating that which life or the enemy may try to deter. Okay? It, it directly denotes that all things will work together for... It's a very self-explanatory scripture. What are you talking about? It's, it's the one of the misunderstood scriptures. An eight-year-old can understand this. The Bible, let me tell you something about God. He's, he, he, knows, he knows what he means and he means what he says. And, and I'm, I clearly see the word all, not some. I clearly see the word all. And that means inclusive of, of everything that, 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 that happens. And we know that all things work together. All. It doesn't say some. It doesn't say some. It says all. So you are wrong. Your article is wrong. All things. It's very clear. I, I, it's very clear. But I'm going to break it down for my friends, people, and my family.
Paul heard God right. All things. Even the chaos in the world. Even when it comes to the chaos in the world. But you have to be in right standing with God. Because in the book of Isaiah it says because of your iniquities. It has caused God to be far from you. Paraphrasing that scripture. So that directly implies that if you're in a lifestyle of sin or your choices or behavior contradicts biblical principle, you actually forfeit Romans 8.28 and the other two scriptures that I have disclosed so far in this podcast. So you can't forfeit eight Romans 8.28, Romans chapter 8 verse 28. You can't forfeit because God does not tolerate sin. And he cannot bless mess. He doesn't, he honors faithfulness, but he does not bless mess. But for the Christian who has good credit with God, who is walking in love, who is walking with God, capital G, all things work for their good. All things, everything. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna pick apart the article. It's wrong. So please don't read it. I don't want it it's wrong. And I'm gonna break it down. Let me go to the Bible now. In verse one of chapter eight, it clearly says, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. No condemnation. There is no hellfire. You will never be in a place, you will never find yourself in a place of uh, condemnation with God when you walk with Him and you love Him. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, there you go. The power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. So there is life. There is life. So So to say that God is not implying that all things don't work for your good. You know... Y'all make crazy. Y'all make God look crazy and sound crazy. You know, well, I serve a God that you know can't really assure you that things are always going to work out for you. You know, every child needs a reward and, and perks and benefits. So, Mister Mister Wright, you you are clearly uh, it's a no. You're wrong. So. This scripture is for Romans chapter 8 verse 28 is clearly for as per verse 1 in chapter 8 it's for the Christian for the person who has a relationship with Jesus Christ okay if you live in sin if you if you make choices that are contrary to biblical principle you forfeit this scripture okay you don't reap the benefits of this scripture okay with that being said
let me go to 828 in the NLT. Just make sure I'm there. I'm there. Okay. And we know that. And we know that. God. Capital G. Causes everything to work together. Everything. Good and bad. In life. Everything. Not some things. For the good. Now let me of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Now let me park it here for a moment. For the good. That means things will always work out perfectly for you for the Christian. How do I come to this conclusion? Because good is actually better than great. Did you know that? So sometimes I get irritated when I say, here's people say, oh, that was so good. I mean, I'm sorry, that was great. No, 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 you said it right the first time. <laughs> good is actually better than great. Did you know that? Because the Bible says that none is good except the Lord. Paraphrase. I say it simply so people can understand. And then you can Google it and look up the scriptures and different variations of translations to the best way it speaks to you. And, uh, and uh, because everyone's on different, everyone's on different levels. But I do have young people that listen to my podcast. A lot of young people, so I like to speak very plainly. So good is better than great, because the Bible says none is good except the Lord. And who is the Lord God? And is God perfect? He is perfect. God always equates to perfection. So good is perfection, is better than great. So if you hear me say, yo, you were good, or listen, your food is good, or listen, set honey sex was good tonight. You, listen, when I get married, you already know what I'm saying. So for good equates to perfection. Good is better than great. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God. And are called according to his purpose for them. So I'm very, I'm so confused. How, how is this mis, a misunderstood? I don't, I, 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 I have a problem with, with people who try to teach to sound intellectual. Instead of just teaching factual uh, revelation by spending time with God and letting him feed you and talk to you and so that you are not um, disclosing and mis and, uh, uh, misinformation concerning scripture. So, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Now, the, there is this another scripture that says, many are called, but few are chosen. Another interpretation would be that, uh, or a form of interpretation that would be of that particular scripture. 
even if God gives you a spotlight, now you've been called, but you don't make it to the platform because then you've been chosen. He doesn't throw you away. He leaves the 99 and go for the one. He doesn't throw you away. So he's saying here that even in, in cases where you need discipline and you maybe you did, you know, you did make some mistakes. You forfeit being chosen, but you were still called as per uh, the verse. Uh, let's see, where's that verse? In verse 29, for God knew his people in advance. There's a scripture that says God knows those who are his. So even in your mistakes, okay, he is still saying God is still calling called, which is good because you're considered a son or daughter still. And thus this scripture can still be applied to you even though you've made some mistakes. Now the blood of Jesus covers mistakes in human error. Not practice, not premeditating, not uh, practice or premeditated sin. Okay, and I taught this in another podcast too. You can't say I'm going to do X, Y, and Z because I know God is love and he'll forgive me because he knows my heart and you sin. You do what you want to do because you neglect the biblical principles in the Bible that God set forth because he loved us to aid and guide us as a GPS to heaven. It is for our protection. It is to give something to us, not take something from us. But you want to live in your own way. Well, then you forfeit the scripture in Romans 8, 28. So, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. So even though you forfeit the platform, because when you're called to give you a spotlight, at which point you are either that you you are most likely being tested or a spotlight is when he is bragging on you. Okay, so at which point if you fail your test, you never get to the platform stage of your relationship with God. But you're still considered his child. So therefore, he says, look, I love you. You made some mistakes. You forfeit the platform, but you're still mine. And I still have purpose for you. You see how God is? He's a beautiful God. Now, it is 38 minutes into my podcast. You know, I, I guess I was a little ambitious with that statement. <laughs> I'm not going to be an hour, y'all. You can relax. Look, everything's under control. You can relax. Just relax. <laughs> I'm not going to be an owl. I thought I was. No. So as I 
said in the beginning of my podcast that when your ways please the Lord, he makes even your enemies be at peace with you. That is again Romans, that is a supporting, supporting scripture for Romans chapter 8 verse 28. Romans chapter 8 verse 28. And we know that God causes everything to work for your good. Even making your enemies be at peace with you. See that's, listen, sometimes your enemy can make it chaotic around you, but there is a peace on the inside and there's more for you than against you because you got all of heaven on your side. And this is Romans 8.28, Mr. Wright. And I'm going to end my podcast. It is 40 minutes in and some seconds. It's a beautiful, this is a beautiful chapter. I admonish everyone to read it. The entire chapter of Romans chapter 8 found in the New Testament of the Holy Bible. It's a beautiful, I mean, it is so encouraging. It's a beautiful chapter. Please read it. That is your homework. And um, my closing statement. Sound like a lawyer, right? <laughs> listen, I need some money. Y'all better, listen. I need some money. Um, thank God for Romans 8.28. <laughs> Listen, God is orchestrating, coordinating coins right now, money right now, money, money cometh to me. <laughs> I sound like them terrible preachers, but listen, I, I, I'm sorry, I, that made my stomach hurt. I didn't mean to sound like that, but. <laughs> but listen, the Bible is a beautiful, beautiful person to read. God God is the living word. I enjoy reading the Bible. And if you read the Bible and study it, see, I've spoken to my students and my members who are under my ministry and they tell me. They tell me, Lisa, when I study, I this well, somebody told me they study 8 hours and they even shower that day. They they just the day just went by so fast. They said God was just really ministering to them through the scriptures and they were studying they took my advice and uh did the greek and hebrew uh dictionaries and and the and the bible dictionaries and they they did cross referencing and anything they didn't understand they broke down the, the words the way I, I taught them to break down the words you got to take my courses man my classes I'm really good so uh when you study the word it, it is it is so enjoyable it, it really is. And um, the Bible is the, is the best book. You could ever buy. You could ever read. And that you could ever live for. I will never. Be ashamed of the gospel. Of Jesus Christ. And this has been. Alisa and Jael Podcast. I am Lisa Angel Trinity. You get it, Trinity? <laughs> I am Lisa Angel Trinity. And this has been a Lisa Angel Trinity moment. Um, I, I have a 
title for this segment. <laughs> I even got the title, but I, I'll note it. I, I I forgot the title for this segment, but I'll, I'll note it in the description or, or in the title of the podcast. But you all have a beautiful day. Happy Sabbath. Enjoy God, for he loves you. And, uh, and he cares. Okay. for joining Alisa and Giles podcast where my motto is you could always be a better version of who you were before you could always be a better version of who you were before